0: Welcome to another episode of, uh, we call it Ellie and I, In the Box. Uh, my partner and I are going to be talking to two excellent officers. Uh, just came in our department not long ago. And um, partner, I mean, welcome back.
1: Thank you, man. I'm it's glad to be here. I'm, I'm
0: really excited for the show. Oh, awesome. Awesome. You
1: know, this is one of our colonel's smart goals for the department. One mm-hmm. of his top seven initiatives is recruiting and retention of officers and the, how about tell the audience what this podcast is about today?
0: Well, what, we, what we're what we doing now is going, we're reaching um, out of the box pretty much with two officers that, are, again, been with us for a couple of years. Um, they're not from this country. They're from different countries, and we're going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, and, again, part of that initiative of getting um, our community or our police department to look like our community is what we're doing now. So I think this is an excellent initiative. Um, way of um partnershiping with our community as we have been doing for a while uh and i'll start with my mandy you want to introduce yourself to us
2: all right um my name is damjai i'm from senegal west africa i've been here for about uh going to my 11 years now um at first i lived in new york city and study up there i went to high school then from New York City, I went down to Buffalo, where I met Elliot to recruit me for this awesome department.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so we'll get into um, your experience, what you what brought you to Chesterfield, not only the recruiting part of Elliot, um, what he does well in talking to people, uh, but we'll get into what you want to become as an officer with Chesterfield County Police Department and how your family feels about it, um, some of the things that you have experienced as, as an officer here. And we'll, we'll chime in and, and some of the things that we um, that we experience as being um, what I call the minorities of the police department in Chesapeake County. Because, again, this is the one thing that we, again, one of the initiatives that our chief has, a SMART program, is to be more inclusive to everything that we do in our police department as we do in our community.
1: That's right. He's recognized that <clears throat> we should work harder to uh, diversify the department, yep. not only in Physical attributes is why well. he added the uh, No Shave November is now permanent, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, facial hair for men and mm-hmm. women in the department, mm-hmm. whoever chooses to do so, but also that we, we need to increase our uh, availability to people who may not consider becoming Chesterfield Police. Officers. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: You introduce yourself, young
3: lady. Hi, I'm a um, student of Argentina i I've lived in Chesterfield for almost eight years now. I've worked for Chesterfield County Police Department for about eight, nine months, and um, like I said, I lived in Chesterfield for um for about eight years. I went to Dims River High School, then I went to C.P.I. University. From there, I joined the cadet po- post, which brought me here to the Chesterfield Police Department.
0: Okay, when you say the cadet post, correct? What is that? What is what is that? What is so, that for? Young people to get involved in law enforcement?
3: Yes, sir. That's what it is. It's a post. Um, they have meetings. They have kids from 14 to 21 years of age. Um, obviously you can join once you're 14 and once you turn 21, you have to kind of like make a decision if that's what you want to be. Um, you know if law enforcement is where you want to be at or if it's not, then, you know, basically it's like everyone says, that it's not meant to be for everyone, so you just leave the post. They have meetings every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, they just do scenarios there, but basically once I joined the cadet post, I, for a couple months later, I started doing ride along with officers, and there's a couple of advisors there who are also police officers of the Mississippi County Police Department, and they are just... They're awesome. Instructors, um, they teach you a lot about um, life as a police officer. You know, they do all different kinds of scenarios there. And after doing a couple ride-alongs, I just saw that this is something that I want to do. But before um, before then, I didn't even think that I could ever be a police officer.
0: Well, you're not giving yourself any credit because I think you were the president of that organization at first, right?
3: Not a cadet post. I was the president of Criminal Justice Club on ECPI University. Mm,
0: excellent. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. I met her.
1: I met her at the uh, Criminal Justice Club and had us come in and do a couple presentations to the student body yes. there. That was that was really really good. Really informative.
0: Okay. Now, so you you have uh, been with us for how long now?
2: Uh, going to my second
0: year. Long, second year. Yeah. So, walk me back to. Why did you want to become a police officer in Chesapeake County? Um,
1: so
2: when I was in New York City, I was talking to one of my dad's friend who very involved in the, like the criminal justice major uh, thing. Um, so he advised me to like go away for college and just make sure that I know what I want to do in life and where I wanted to go. And I told him, I think I, I, I'm always willing to help people out, and I think being a police officer will fit that role. Um, um, so he was like, all right, so here's a couple options you could have, whether you go study accounting or criminal justice. When I got to school, I kind of read about both of the majors, and I kinda like stay aside with one of them more than the other one which was the criminal justice majors and that's when I decided to just take over the criminal justice major. And after a while, I think up to my sophomore year, when we start like talking about, you know, policing and police works and some of the classes that was involved and what police really do in the community and stuff like that. That's when mm-hmm. I really Starting to get involved and involving myself with um, the organization we had, uh, which was a criminal justice majors organi- organization, where we have few recruiters that will come and talk to us about uh, what is police work really about, mm-hmm. um, whether it could be federal work, police work, or just anything that will
0: involve working with the community. Okay, so when you when you Okay, so you, you're going over this in some of your classes, and being from another country, how how did that fit into the the culture for where you're from? So where I'm from, we're really not big on policing. Okay. Um,
2: I would say you barely see the police officers respond to anything, because we don't call them for anything. Okay. They more, they're more there for traffic control, or if like... Um, the government going somewhere to escort them, like stuff like that. But we're not big on like c- calling the police for any domestic situation, disturbing or anything. We don't call the police for that. Okay. So it's basically free spread and you just basically do whatever you want. As long as you don't commit any terrible offense up okay. there, we do not call the police. Okay. Um, growing up, I was like, I think this is need to change. I think People need to depend on our government, people need to depend on um, the police in the community, and we need to work better on organizing how we could help our police officers and they could help us in the community, right. knowing that, hey, if we don't feel safe somewhere, we mm-hmm. need to call the police. You right. know, if something going on, we need to call the police. And that's that was my role of becoming a police officer, saying that, hey, you know, it doesn't matter where I'm from mm-hmm. and how we view the police officers are. Um, how we view the police officers, I want to make changes, and the only thing that I could do by making those changes it's being involved exactly because exactly. I can't make changes by sitting out of the box mm-hmm. and just keep talking you got to have
0: some actions that yes. will follow up with those words. Awesome, awesome and then we talk about the box you gotta that's exactly have right. that's what we talk about all the time if you don't want to come to the table and be part of the solution instead of being part of the problem and that's what we, so I, again I, I commend you for even considering you know meeting Elliot coming down from Buffalo uh, and being part of Chesterfield County, but I love the history of what you're saying is how were how you once you get finished college? You you know you you meet Elliot for as, um, the, as a recruiter The decision to make to come from you know from Buffalo to an unfamiliar area in Chesterfield rural County I, I, I pretty much say uh, What gave that what gave you that thought to come and, and apply with us? so
2: When Elliot came down to Buffalo State College, um, I was actually not done with my major at the time. Mm -hmm. I think I was either a sophomore or something like that, where um, it was kind of tough for me to decide because at first I was like, I don't want to leave college. I still have two more years to go. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to finish my degree. Um, When he came out to Buffalo State, he told us about the program. And at the first testing, I didn't go on and take that first testing. I waited until they have another testing, which is, was at Helberg College, mm-hmm. where I drove my car up there and took the test. Then after the test, I was talking to Captain Stark, who kind of gave me advice about um, what I need to do to get into the department. Um, and I followed that idea, and I spoke to my dad about it. My dad said, if this is what you want to do and you ready to make that move and willing to make that changes, then go for it. You have my full support. And that right there just give me a kind of tap on the shoulder and say, hey, go ahead and just live your life. Mm-hmm. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, you'll have that support yep. from your family.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right, young lady, <coughs> your time. Give, give me... When did you decide to say, okay? Again, you're from this area. Um, you have seen policing uh, in this area. Start when, from from the beginning of again from where you're from, from your country, uh, relationship with police. I know you mentioned the same thing. You didn't see police as as often as you see police now. I mean, that's one thing you said. I see police all the time in in, right. in Chesterfield County or in the, in the states.
3: Right. So, like I said, I grew up on Kosovo, which is almost more on, like, Southeast Europe. Uh, where I grew up, I grew up on a country, and we would barely see officers. And like Jai said, we don't call police officers there for anything and everything. Mm-hmm. It has to be something major. It has to be, like, people, like, in bad fights or, you know, for domestics and, oh, my kid is not going to school and stuff like that. You know, I'm not saying that um, we get, you know, silly calls here, but at the same time, it's some calls that we should be like, hey, we have more important stuff to, you know, right, go right. to. So there, um, I would really see police officers. It would probably be like once or twice a year that I would ever see police officers. And those would be like in the city because just like Jai said, just same thing as in his country. They're more there to control traffic, for accidents, for like shooting calls and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. not really for calls like this. So I didn't, I respect law enforcement all the time, but I didn't really know a lot about it. And I just thought the police officers, um, write tickets and take people to jail that's it didn't know anything else and then i moved here um we would go to grocery store we would go anywhere and you just see police cars just everywhere and i'm like i don't know i was just so nervous and so was, i don't know i was just telling my mom like she when I was. Uh, offices would be like completely on different side of the road i would be like mom slow down slow down it's 45 you gotta go 45 miles per hour don't go any faster because they're gonna pull you over and i was just not a big fan of the cops
1: right, right.
3: <laughs> so um I just didn't have an interest in it, um, and then I started studying criminal justice because I was like, you know, I kind of want to find out more about law enforcement. No one in my family has studied law enforcement mm-hmm. or worked anything, you know, um, related to law enforcement, like nothing. So I was like, I just want to find out more, and I went to UCI University, started studying criminal justice. I found out about the cadet post from one of the Henrico officers, mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'll give it a try. I was 19. Um, I knew it's, you can only be like there until 21, but I said, you know, I'll give it a try, see what it is like. Um, be closer with police officers, talk to them a little more and see what police life is like. Since I don't want to be a police officer, but I'm still in criminal justice. So it's still related. Mm -hmm. I joined the cadet post. Um, as I said, there are some awesome advisors there. Um, I, they completely like changed my mind mm-hmm. about, um, police work in general. And even though they changed my mind about that, like, they're so friendly, they're so smart, so, so nice. They changed my mind about police officers. So I'm like, okay, they're nice people. They're humans just like us. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, doing all the scenarios and stuff, I was like, Okay, they're not here just to write tickets and take people to jail. <laughs> so I learned more there. Um And then by the time I was about to turn 21, I asked one of the advisors there, um, one of the officers, I'm like, okay, so I'm about to turn 21. I said, do I leave right when I turn 21 or can I wait until the end of the year? He's like, oh, you can apply. I'm like, apply for what? <laughs> he goes, um, to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, like, I truly enjoyed all the ride-alongs. And I was like, this is probably something I want to do. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I have an accent and English is my second language. I was like, people are going to give me a hard time and I just cannot be a cop. Okay. And he, I asked him, like, apply for what? He's like, to be a police officer. I'm like, um, no, no, I I cannot do it. He goes, why not? I'm like, you know, I have an accent and my English is not as good. Plus, I just, I just don't think I'm the right person to, to be in the law enforcement. He's like, why not? We've seen you doing the scenarios and stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. you do very well. You have been in ride alongs with us. Um, you know, you don't hesitate to talk to people and stuff like that. So, like I said, I had, I liked it and I was like, wow, they work as a team. This is great. This is awesome. And I truly appreciate everything they do. It's, it's just per- perfect, but I cannot be one of them. So, talking to them a little longer, I was like, you know, I think I'm more want to go as, They'd be pre- probably like a correctional officer or something like that, but definitely not on the road with people where they're gonna give me a hard time because they're mad about something else, but right. they're gonna pick on my accent and they're gonna be like, I don't understand what you're saying. So that's probably not gonna go well. <laughs> so after talking to them, um, then I spoke to like all the advisors there. They changed my mind. They're like, you can do it. You know, we've seen you, like I said, doing scenarios and stuff. You'll, you'll do fine. I've had their full support all the time, not just them. Um, on the college, I met Elliot. Um, before I even applied, I'm at Rizzuti as well, so it's been other officers other than that just Cadet advisors that I've had support before I even applied. Awesome. And awesome. So have you both found
1: support in the department? <coughs> Do you have officers that you ever talk to who may ask about your past history or your personal life as, as a way to increase their knowledge?
2: I have a few officers that I talk to and few that I hang out off-duty, um, most of them Um, one thing they told me, Hey, if something don't seem right, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, be always, you know, be, have the right intention of doing what's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, talk to people, get out of your car. Um, just don't be that police officer that just, you know, sit in, in your car at all time and just not getting to know who's around you and who's in the community. Mm -hmm. um. With my personal life, I talk to them as well. They give me advice. Um, Sometimes I know the job could be overwhelming, but then again, I will call them and they give me ideas of things that I need to do just to kind of like calm myself down and be ready to roll the next day.
1: Right. Now, have you, I know you said the Explorer Post advisor Supportive felt yeah. other support as well throughout the department did you I, get
3: Yes I definitely did um as I said Chris is one of them um he's not a, an advisor at the like death post but um right when I joined the academy um I got his number and any time I felt free to call him and you know through going through the academy and as English being my second language every now and then I struggled with stuff and I just didn't feel comfortable and I was like if there is something that I will leave this job for it's only because you know I'm struggling with my, with, with English, with my language. I'm like, people are just not probably going to be nice. So, um, other than the cadet advisors, I spoke to Chris. I spoke to some other ones because doing ride alongs, um, with officers, I got to know other officers other than the cadet advisors. Um, and as soon as I joined the academy, um, they were there for me because, my family, they, they have so much respect for law enforcement and everything like that. But like I said earlier, because they think this job is dangerous and, you know, it's still kind of sometimes the mentality females cannot do it, probably. Um, I've had the biggest support. Um, I have, I, of course I had my family, but uh, the biggest support I got from police officers here that work for either Chesterfield or, um, other departments.
1: Now you spoke a little bit about the accent. I'm always intrigued about how many languages people speak, mm-hmm. and right. I speak English. And I'm well, sure that you and the listeners understand uh-huh. that's yeah. not always good.
0: <laughs> you speak it well,
1: <laughs> but how many languages do you speak, and do you ever have the opportunity to use it while you're working?
2: I speak four, four <coughs> and sometime
1: What are those four for our listeners?
2: Uh, Arabic, English, Wolof. And friends. And is
1: Wolof a language or a
2: dialect? Wolof is just basically, mainly, Um, it's kind of like the tribe language okay. that we speak up there. Okay. Um, it's more spoken in Senegal and Gambia. Mm. Okay. Um, so those are the two places that you could uh, hear people speaking Wolof fluently. Okay. Um, throughout my career here, um, I came in contact with few other people. I mean, few other um. Community members who live in the community who also from Senegal. Um, and the only way I was able to find out, it's because there was an incident that happened where they decided to call, um, a translator, um, in order for them, um, uh-huh. you know, to kind of send out the message they want to send out to the police officer. Mm-hmm. And, Based on their phone conversation, I was able to tell them, hey, I speak that language. If you're willing to talk to me about that language, then I will, should be able to answer you.
1: Right.
2: And they was like, well, I, we didn't know you're from Senegal. Right. So I was like, yes, I am from Senegal. So, you know, after we started talking and the conversation is getting better and better and better, and they decided to change how they view the pleas department wow. uh right then and there knowing that hey they at least have someone who's yes. from their country who yep. work for Chesterfield county police department um in here uh, working with them and that if we need the police we could we could call the police at any yes. time we don't have to speak english yep. just to call the police we could call the police with any language that we speak right in the community yes okay. yes that's
1: a good example
3: how about you Politea? um and I'm saying I the name speak wrong. <laughs> no, your is all right. Uh, I speak to you, English and Albanian. Turkish, I understand it a little and I speak it a little bit, but it's not like I'm not as confident in speaking it fully and as well as Spanish. I understand like a few words. Um, I can probably understand pick up a few words if, you know, you're trying to tell me something. But it's not that I really like to speak it. Um, coming in contact, I only came in contact one time with two Albanians. Uh, it was a motor vehicle accident and I've known them, you know, out of work. It's not that, you know, they started speaking Albanian, but I knew them as soon as I responded and seen. There is not many Albanians or Turkish people who live in Virginia, especially in Chesterfield, so I, I don't really come in contact a lot. So Albanian is not as helpful to me okay. <laughs> at work.
0: So, so how do you, I mean, again, in a, in a nutshell, how do you really feel about the culture that, that you have, um, have come to now in Chesterfield? Do you feel comfortable enough that this is a... Um, uh, a way of bridging the gap between police and community. Yes, um,
2: I know when I when I was in the academy. I'm not sure if I remember talking to um, Rizzuti about it uh, when Ortega came to our class and talked about how the department involved playing soccer with the community mm-hmm. it was just something that kind of shook me because i never knew any department that will you know have mm-hmm. their officers playing soccer with the community wow so i was like wow did i didn't know we do that here mm-hmm. and soccer is like one of the main thing one of the men's four would play in senegal right so i was able to you know when i got into the mm-hmm. team and playing soccer with the community i was able to meet so many different people who from my country wow. who asked me about oh how did you get into the department oh we didn't know that you know we, we are capable of like getting to a department like this mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they didn't know anything about it wow. so i was able to you know give them my phone number for any ideas about getting to any departments that they want to get into mm-hmm. if they need advice um and to follow their dream. Never right. be scared to follow your dream. Okay. And don't let people get you down. Right. Don't doubt yourself. Don't let people get you down. Always go for what you want. Good for you. And I was I was able to meet people who also not from my country who I came in contact with a daily basis live. Okay. Um, and I also give them advice about, you know, how to get involved with the community. Um, by just join the police department volunteer mm-hmm. um we we also have ride along in the department where you can ride with the police officers and knowing what we do because yep. we're not out there just to be the exactly. bad guys exactly we out there every day just yeah. to make sure that the community members are safe what they need we're giving them to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um to make sure that the youth in the community will grow in the better hands.
0: wow excellent you want to add anything to that
3: Um, no, I agree to everything he said. It's, it's different here than it it is in my country. Um, but I, I love it. Even though it's a different culture, it's, it's very interesting to see different things and learn different things here. Mm -hmm. And as Jai said about the community policing officers, you know, just going to the soccer games and stuff here, it's like I said, all I knew it's, you know, police officers write tickets and take people to jail, but it was like it's completely different because, um, as Jai said, we're here to make sure that everyone is, you know, protected right. instead of what people, some citizens think that, you know, um, officers are just there to take everybody to jail. Right. That's definitely not true. Um, speaking about culture, as I said, I've learned a lot. It's it's completely different, but um, I really like it. Um, at the same time, people also respect my culture yeah. and also speaking about the accent. It's awesome how people here, um, just citizens in general, for the most part, they're very respectful of um, just the accent itself. Or you know, if I'm trying to explain something to them, it's not—it's definitely not as I thought it was gonna be. Like you know, people are gonna admit, are gonna pick on it and they're just gonna be mad and they're gonna be like, "I don't understand what you're saying," and you know, everything is just gonna get worse. Instead, a lot of people are like, "Where's your accent from?" Hey, I hear you have an accent. Do you mind me asking where you come from? And it's kind of good sometimes to be honest because it helps us build a better relationship with it citizens. Does. It does. Um, we speak to them and they ask us where you're from. And I like to be nice to them. I, I don't want to be like, you know, don't worry about it or right. something like right. that right. because that, <laughs> that would make it worse. Um, instead, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm from here. A lot yep. of people don't really know this country because it's a small and new country, but this is what I speak. Right. And they're like, wow, I like your accent. And that way it makes them it makes a citizen trust us more and it makes them talk to us a little more because they're like okay yeah this officer seems to be nice you know they're telling me this about themselves Mm -hmm. so let me tell them what's going on you know about this case or about maybe the neighbor next door or something like that so like i said it does build a good um, communication and relationship with citizens. So, accent helps sometimes. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. It's <laughs> good.
0: Yeah, and again, you can you can see that, the again, the culture has, has come together.
3: Right. And you have
0: bought, both of you all have bought so much to enrich the county itself and, our, of course, the police department. I, I mean, again, we sitting here talking and how much time has, has gone by. It's one of the best ones we have done because now I'm learning from you all. Uh, I'm learning that you have fit in to to a part of a uh, of a culture that usually is you know you say ah, i'm not going to be that's not going to be part of my you know my um my family mm-hmm. pretty right. much now you know it is part of your family right. because you are giving uh information to others right. to not only again i love the story on both of you all especially when you're saying playing soccer and now people are mm-hmm. asking man i didn't know you could be a police officer in right. in, 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 right. this, in this country okay. um uh, so now that that's part of what the, the initiative for the chief is all about is how we bridge that gap. Um, not only with Ellie and I doing a podcast that we don't know how many people actually listen to the podcast, but we have a great time in discussing it. But again, partner, again, well, we can do a second half or Absolutely. a second right. part of this and go on forever.
1: And, you know, I, I do want to thank you all for coming in because sometimes it can be difficult to share your personal story and let sure. the public in on what we are like outside of Exactly, world. exactly. Um, but it's important to, for people to know that when it come to this department, Chesville County Police Department, we are working hard yep. to have people who look like you and to be reflective of our communities. Yep. Whether it's tattoos or facial hair or you speak another language or you have another face oh, or your yep, exactly. whatever your situation is, we're willing um, to give that person an opportunity. And yep. The opportunity is with the uh, Chesville Police Department. So, so you we'll, want to sign us on yeah, out of here? let remind our listeners, if you're interested in employment with Chesterfield County Police Department, you can go to com to apply. We have upcoming tests and upcoming academies. There are also volunteer opportunities uh, listed on our website as well. And we appreciate both of your time.